This is 1 in 44, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. 1 in 44 is a weekly show devoted to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And this morning I'm speaking with Dana Hopkins, who is the All Abilities Program Director. I hope I got that title correct. Yes, you did. Thank you. Oh, right. And you're with the Dutchess County Department of Behavioral and Community Health, um, which yes. I, I've known about since you really combined uh, two entities uh, several years back into the Office of Behavioral and Community Health. Um, and you encompass uh, programs such as the Think Differently uh, program. And also um, you can get information at Dutchess ny.gov slash dbch. So we'll repeat that throughout the interview. But Dana, it's a pleasure having you on the show to talk about what kinds of services and supports your office provides to the community. Thank you. And good morning, Eliza. Yes. So um, we also actually uh, have thinkdifferently.net as a direct website for uh, all abilities information. Uh, zero to uh, throughout the lifespan. So we do also have thinkdifferently.net. But uh, the duchessny.gov backslash DBCH is, is the primary uh, behavioral and community health website where bring you to links to everything. <laughs> so, yes. um, so yeah, think differently. I've been in this role of all abilities program director uh, just under a year. It was previously held by um, Tony Marie Sirafella, who is the deputy commissioner of special needs. So um Think Differently is newer to DBCH. It was previously with the Department of um, Community and Family Services. So it came over Ooh. to Behavioral and Community Health. Just is a good fit in either. I was going to say, what was the reasoning behind that? So, I mean, sometimes changes within, you know, government agencies just happens because it happens. But I would think that there was a specific reason maybe why that shift was made. Uh I think it just made sense at the time with, mm -hmm. uh, I was already connected with DBCH, with behavioral okay. and community health and, um, with mental health and, uh, intellectual developmental disabilities. Yeah. People with intellectual developmental disabilities or those on the spectrum do also sometimes have mental health concerns. So, mm -hmm. um, but then there are also social service needs. So. Just a decision that was made, and it was a smooth transition over. Really, okay. No one on the outside really feels it. <laughs> well, that's a good. That's a good point. So, in terms of accessibility to services, um, the types of supports that are provided, the kinds of information you can get on your website, both thinkdifferently.net, which is specific to Think Differently, and also DBCH. Um, has any of that changed or is it really just from a user perspective and the community need perspective? Is it still kind of go to where you always have gone to for those types of supports or do you want to um, just throw out those websites again or any other way that you would encourage people to learn more about what's available to us as members of the community? No, you can still get to through duchessny.gov backslash DBCH, the mental health supports helpline substance use, environmental services even falls under us, uh, health department services, you know, public health, it, it's all under there. Okay. And, and right. think differently and is under, it was just a shift over 
the think yeah. differently from the one. Well, think differently. I mean, I remember when uh, former county executive Molinaro came out with that um, and his office came out with that. It was a really exciting time. Um, it's wonderful to see it continuing and growing and, and to see, um, you know, that he's he's continuing in his role as congressman to so, to push that uh, mm-hmm. forward and excessive, make it more accessible uh, nationally, which would be really exciting. But but I w- went to that website this morning in preparation for this interview, and I watched that video again that I hadn't seen in a long time, but I remember when he first uh, issued that. And, uh, you know, it, it really, in my mind, the message hasn't shifted too much. It's really, because it's still very relevant and very important, yes. which is, um, it was sort of, to me, the beginning of the shift, locally anyway, from um a focus on what do people with special needs of really so many different types need from the community to more of a shift of what does the community need to shift about ourselves about the the community at large to be uh inclusive to everybody who lives in our community so it's a, it's a i guess you could call it a subtle shift. You could say it's not that subtle, depending on your perspective, I guess. But I think that's what it always represented to me was it was like a shift in thing. It was really a shift in thinking. I didn't really mean to say that, but that's why the name is so brilliant, right? Um, yes. That's really what it's all about. So so before you became uh, the All Abilities Program Director, can you tell us a little bit about your background and maybe your thoughts and and um, and your experiences in this community and seeing that and, and being so close to it? Is it is it effective? Does it need to be bigger, broader, um, you know, sort of reviewed? What What are your thoughts about all that? Well, I started working in the field in 1998. In um, between 1998 and 2014, I worked uh, with two different agencies. Um, and I still, if we're at the fair, at the Think Differently tents, um, and I see one of the individuals I used to work with go by, I run up to them and say hi, and they remember. So um, to be able to have those connections and know that they can come to events and not be as overwhelmed, um, it's just great because so many individuals missed out on fun activities uh, because they were just so overwhelming and noise canceling headphones weren't as accessible between 1998 and 2014. So it really is. We get so many comments and feedback from parents. Just got one yesterday morning about um, the 4-H's Flourishing Farmers events. Um, the parent was ecstatic that um, their daughter just felt so supported and and welcomed and really wanted the opportunity to do more 4-H work. Um, and because of the supports they received with Flourishing Farmers, they they felt confident enough to make some eggs at home uh, oh, with some cool. support from their parent. You know, it's, it's those little things. People coming to um, the Think Differently Sensory Friendly Hours at the fair mm-hmm. years in a row because... Their adult child loves rides, but it's too overstimulating to go to um, Six Flags or Coney Island. It's just too much that um, they continually come. They come back um, and they're not coming locally. They're coming from the city area, the boroughs. They're they're coming up. Um, I remember uh, Marcus Molinaro saying that the first year, that they did the sensory friendly hours. People were coming from Ohio because they heard about it. And 
their child wow. too loved That's rides, amazing. but the sensory overload was too much. And it truly is amazing when you walk through the fairgrounds on that Thursday morning, the mm-hmm. difference that um, the music makes and uh, the vendor at the fairground is really great at knowing which rides are just too loud to operate. Um, mm-hmm. so there's only about three or four that they won't operate because they're too, they bang too much. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fantastic. That must really, um, I would think that periodically in your, in your day-to-day life, whether you're, you know, on your personal time or work time, you are witnessing the fruits of, of so many people's labor when it comes to making these changes in this community. Um, just the way you're telling that story, it's very visual. I can imagine myself walking through, um, the fairgrounds and, and I think you're right. I think that's, that's what it's always meant to me, just being, you know, living in, in Dutchess County and, and working in Dutchess County at Anderson Center for Autism, where so many of the individuals that we serve and their families are always asking to go out in the community and, frequent mm-hmm. parks and and go and have experiences. It's one of the reasons we created our autism supportive environment training program was to help businesses and business, business owners learn what they can do uh, sometimes on a very simple level to become more accessible and more comfortable for all of the potential customers and clients in, in their community, um, right. including people on the spectrum and people with other special needs. So, um, it's it's very re- rewarding, I think, and I, and the other thing that that I talk about a lot on the show that I I I enjoy seeing so much, especially around here, which is that I think people are starting to recognize that making some small adjustments like that are often good for everyone. Yes, because there are a number of people, and actually recently I've been talking a lot about um, amusement parks specifically and places with rides. So I will include myself in that us who are who get nervous. Again, <laughs> you know, I have you know, the you, the anticipation that some people love waiting and ride in line for a ride doesn't always feel great to me. And so the idea of having signs, the idea of having a little bit more, a little bit less of the of the drama of it, but more of the upfront, this is what you can expect from this ride. So we're not trying to scare you ahead of time. It's like, if you like the right. thrill of the ride, have the thrill of the ride. If you don't want the rest of it, that's okay too. I, I think that it's it's a movement in a direction that is so, so inclusive that that's what really excites me. It's like inclusive without the um, potential negative of excluding other people by way of being inclusive for some, if that makes any sense. Like, it's like total inclusivity. And, and, and whenever I see any of that happening, um, I think it's worth a, a mention because, uh, maybe it can encourage another business owner to say, you know what? I'm going to go get some training or I'm going to make some changes in my business's environment to, um, uh, or my neighborhood or whatever it might be. Or just the next time I'm, I'm out, I might just think differently about something I see or somebody having an interaction that I don't understand because I recognize what I don't know. Uh, about that. So I, I just, I just right. always get very, I get very excited about this because I think that it, it has so many positive repercussions for, um, for a community. So, so thank you and your team for being so involved in it for so long. Oh, you're, you're welcome. And, and we do get phone calls in the office, um, from business owners who 
um, want to be more accessible and sensory friendly. So yes, we're, we direct them to Anderson. And I was going to say, you can always feel free to send them, send them our way. And, and the, the Dutchess County and Anderson have had a great partnership for years where the county has supported, um, with some grants, a lot of those, uh, businesses yes. in Dutchess County specifically who wanted to go through that training. So, so, um, yeah, I, I think on behalf of Anderson, we really appreciate the long-term relationship that we've, we've had. Uh, with you. Um, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I'm hoping to get into some of the more detailed nuances of all the different supports that are available. And maybe you could get into some of the ones that you think are maybe people aren't as aware of, because I think sometimes this is a great opportunity to reach the people who are saying there's nothing out there for me. I think there probably is. So this is one in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozanski, and we'll be right back. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. The Parkinson's Foundation knows that the disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed. It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. If you or someone you know is living with Parkinson's, a neurological disease that affects movement, we understand that it can be difficult to know where to find help. If you have questions, the Parkinson's Foundation has answers. Answers for everyone in the fight. We can help you understand the disease. Help you find expert care and local support. Give you tips for living a better life. And share the latest research. Find your answers and join us in the fight against Parkinson's. To learn more, please go to parkinson.org. Or call 1-800-473-4636. That's 1-800-473-4636. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better lives together. And now, 1 in 44 continues on 100.7 WHUD. This is a weekly community affairs program presented by the Anderson Center for Autism. Welcome back to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm speaking today with Dana Hopkins, who is the All Abilities Program Director for the Dutchess County Department of Behavioral and Community Health. Um, We've been talking a lot about Think Differently because it's a great topic um, and how that initiative has just really grown throughout the county um, and beyond. Um, Yes. We were talking about some different examples, but, but let's talk a little bit about some of the lesser known services and supports, maybe the ones I'm, I'm assuming in your position, you might want to highlight some that either aren't, or you think are underutilized by the community, maybe by way of just people not knowing about them or feeling maybe that there's stigma around accessing those services. What are some of the ones that we don't hear as much about that you think are important to, to share with the, uh, with the listeners? Oh, well, I, I feel as though there's a lot of, um, we don't know of every single program or activity that's out there just to be a hundred percent transparent because new ones are always popping up. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it is those little mom and pop ones that we want to be able to get people to because, um, we know that there's, uh, some dance studios, martial arts studios. We got a call from, um, an indoor sports complex that wants to do more all abilities. They're out there. We keep a running list that's constantly updated. We do hope to eventually get it on the Think Differently site. We fixed a glitch on there, so hopefully we can get it on. But even just some of our events that we do at the Bardavon. Um, so the Bardavon Opera House in Poughkeepsie uh, receives pass-through grant funds through Duchess um, Tourism. 
chamber. Can't remember which yeah, one it probably. is. Okay. Um, and then uh, through Art Med Hudson for them to do uh, three sensory friendly performances a year. A lot of people know about the Nutcracker. That's the big one in December. We have a sensory okay. friendly performance of the Nutcracker. Uh, last year and this year, uh, we were able to bring in uh, a local artist, David Gonzalez. He's a perf- onstage performer. He does storytelling uh, and his animation and musicality, along with his uh, accompany piano <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. accom- accompaniment. accompaniment. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There's the word. That's a tough one. <laughs> um, Daniel Kelly, they put on a great action-packed, sensory-friendly one-hour performance. And everyone in the audience is encouraged to participate in every way they feel comfortable. Get out, dance, sing. He brought a young girl on stage who wanted to create a song about fidget spinners because we were handing out fidget spinners. So he helped her create a, a song. Um these are events that we want people to know about. Everyone mm-hmm. looks forward to the Nutcracker, but we're providing more than that. Okay. Um, we're right. also doing sensory-friendly movies there. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's closed captioning. Uh, the volume is turned down a little bit, and the lights are kept at the normal walk-in. because, And you're free to roam around. Do whatever you need to right. do. No one, I think, no one's going to get kicked really- out. I was going to say, I think that all of the specific sort of concrete changes, like the lighting and the sound, are really um, very important. But I think I would, I'm going to assume, I'm making an assumption here, always dangerous, but I think that a lot of families probably really appreciate even more so that what you just said, that no one's going to ask you, you to leave because you might want to get up and move around or you need to leave for a few minutes and then come back. Um which can be tough in different other circumstances. So that's one big thing. And the other thing that you mentioned before is that you're specifically inviting performers who want to be there doing this particular type of performance. And that's a big one. I mean, there are all sorts of performers and some have a true desire to, to be challenged in the moment to have naturally occurring interactions that happen while they're performing. Some people are not going to be prepared for that. They're not going to want to do that. So I think just going out of your way to also educate your performers that you're hiring to come in um, and do these shows and to make sure that they understand what it's going to be like and, and are prepared for that and want to do that. I think you're also probably highlighting performers who may not always get highlighted. Um, right. Because doing something extraordinary for an individual or a family, um, you know, going to a show and having that thrill of going out and being entertained for an hour or two. I mean, it's it's wonderful. It's a wonderful gift. And it's something that siblings can do together and grandparents can do with their grandchildren. And uh, and so I just wanted to point out those two sort of, I think, extra pieces that are in addition to the logistics of lighting and sound and parking and, you know, just accessibility, the yeah. physical accessibility. Yeah. So what we do uh, with the larger events at the Bardavon is because um the bathrooms, it being a building from 1869, it's not accessible. Not they perfect. have right. They have one restroom that is accessible on the first floor. Well, what we do is um, we open up the county building across the street, and their first floor bathrooms are made available. And the Bardavon ushers are amazing oh, at assisting people. I didn't across. know that. That's awesome. Yes. 
Yes, we so the got that feedback last year. The street if you need to use the, bat, the restroom during the show. That's brilliant. Yep. We um, last year when we were at the fairgrounds, a a family member came up and said that um, one of their family members uh, needed to use the restroom and they uh, were a wheelchair user. And the Bardavon staff were just amazing to help quickly and safely stop the traffic, get them across the street into the restroom. Um, So, yeah, it's it's not just us. It is the it is the people that support the Think Differently events. Right. That really make it amazing. Um, years ago, we started with uh, the Think Differently family picnic and the Think Differently mm-hmm. Dash. Um, the Dash was always connected with First Friday because uh, it was a lot easier <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to connect it with a larger event in the city. Uh, just before uh, Tony retired in 2021, they changed it to a fitness and field day at Bowdoin Park. Uh, mm-hmm. So we take up the whole lower level field and have just a bunch of different activities, uh, tables, crafts. Uh, we even get um, animals in there, Blue Path service dogs, Lucky Orphans, 4-H brings mm-hmm. some animals. We're going to do that again this year. Um, we're already scheduling it for this year because it was just, it's a few hours. People can come and go as they want. They can stay as long as they want. Um, and it's just a fun day. It's, yeah. Outside having fun, being who you want, running around, kids running around, playing soccer or, you know, doing lawn bowling. It's yeah. When it- no, I love it. I, I love I love the idea of a field day. I love I remember the thing differently, Dash. And um, and when that came out, I think we had some Anderson adults who, who I believe ran in that uh, maybe the first year. And, um, you know, it's it's the number the list could go on, I think. And and so rather than I, I know you said that sometimes, you know, you try to keep up with the list, but but a bigger message maybe that we could send through today's conversation to to our listeners is just um that the Duchess County has purposely become sort of a hub of opportunities and activities and uh people who care about this and want to keep getting better at it. And just the story you told about the ushers and the staff at the Bardavon, I mean, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, to, to compare it to Anderson, like, yes, Anderson is a is a campus that's specifically designed to support individuals with, uh, with, with autism um, over a long period of time residentially. But we are nothing without the people who are there. We're, we're 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 a series of buildings and pathways and a couple of roads and and some houses in the surrounding communities, and and that's it without the people who work there. So so a really that's big shout out. So to true. Choose choose to work in places who um, where they get an opportunity to interact in this way because you're making an enormous impact. And like I said before, I think it's beyond just the direct impact on that family on that individual. It's also you become sort of this. Uh, this 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 beacon, this light of uh, of the of the entire county, and I think that that's um that's something that's really exciting. It's one of the reasons why you know we at Anderson are such big fans of uh you know being in Dutchess County and also the Think Differently um, initiative and and all the programs that go along with it. Um, we are low on time. We've about a minute. Yes. So Dana, I don't know if there's one more thing you want to throw out there, a message or just a hope for the future or some words of encouragement. Anything you'd like to say? Well, we are always welcome uh, for information about events and activities that are happening locally. And I'm going to say locally by it doesn't just have to be Dutchess County. Okay. It could be because 
some for some people, Columbia County is easier to get to. Ulster County is easier to get to. Orange, Putnam, they're easier yeah. to get to. Um, check out thinkdifferently.net. We do have a calendar of events, workshops, trainings, activities, Easter egg hunts with Easter coming up. Um, you know, there's there's a lot coming up. Um I can't even list them all. And we have a health fair uh, where we'll have a sensory friendly think differently room at the health fair at DCC's Falcon Hall on April 29th. And that is a DBCH health fair. And that's fantastic because there you are once again, making a a very important service for the, you know, your long-term health and well-being, which often is very, can be difficult for people with developmental disabilities and or their caregivers to get to yep. when to prioritize. So you're making it accessible. And I think that's great. Um, I was on your website today. There is a lot of information there. There is uh, There are the times, very specific times for the Easter egg hunt in terms of your age group. So um, so definitely go <laughs> check the that sensor, out. If, if you're going to the John Flowers one at Warius Park, that is 10 to 1230, fully open. Nice. I, I don't think it's really a, I don't think there's really an age group thing with that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, I think, you know, I feel very lucky to live in Dutchess County and to work in Dutchess County because of these programs and because of people like you, Dana. So thank you so much for being on the show to talk about Think Differently, All Abilities and the Department of uh, Behavioral and Community Health. We appreciate everything that you're doing. And we at Anderson enjoy being a part of that. Thank you, so, Eliza. And thank you, Anderson. This is one in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder i'm your host eliza bozenski and remember anderson cares you've been listening to one in 44 a weekly presentation of the anderson center for autism join us for another edition of the show at this time next weekend